And just like that, we're on part two of the 30 life, faith, and business lessons I learned in my 20s. Now, in case you missed part one, you definitely want to go back and listen to that episode first and then come back to this one. That is going to be episode 76, but if you've already listened to it, welcome back. You know the drill. In this episode, we are diving deep into the transformative decade of my 20s since I am turning 30 literally one week from today. It's going to be on July 4th. Oh my goodness, so excited. But I say this to say, it's so wild to me. It's so wild to me that time just actually flies by so much faster every year you get older. Like I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to be 30. Like where did the time go? I really don't know. It's crazy. But like I mentioned in the previous episode, my 20s hold such a special place in my heart. This was the decade I fell in love with Jesus and really knew the Holy Spirit. And it was also the decade that I started my career as an entrepreneur. You know, I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was just 23 years old. So as you can probably imagine, I've learned a lot about myself, business, God, and everything in between. And I've also made a lot of mistakes, like a lot, (laughs) in business and in life. And also, I think it's really important to share with you that I spent the majority of this decade very, very single and healing from a lot of pain I experienced from dating and toxic relationships I had in my early 20s. Now, all of that to say, I really hope you join me as I reflect on this really incredible journey and just share with you the invaluable lessons I learned along the way. From the super high points to the lowest of lows, we are going to explore the lessons that really shaped my faith, honed my business, and also provided me with a compass for navigating this journey we call life. And trust me, there's something here for everyone, whether you're currently in your 20s or you're reliving those moments, or maybe you're just seeking timeless wisdom to apply to your own life's adventure. Like I mentioned during this episode, we're going to cover a wide range of topics from relationships to resilience, career to character, and so much more. Each lesson has been carefully curated to inspire, motivate, and ignite a spark of faithful wisdom within you. So whether you're a dreamer, an entrepreneur, a seeker of purpose, or simply someone eager to learn from the experiences of others, this episode will definitely deliver. So get ready to learn 15 life, faith, and business lessons I learned in my 20s. And with that, you're also going to learn invaluable lessons that you can implement as a Christian entrepreneur so you can keep your eyes on Jesus and thrive in business. You are also going to learn the hard lessons that thankfully taught me how to teach you to steward your role as a faith-fueled CEO, and you're going to learn real stories that showcase how some cliches are entirely true because they wouldn't be cliche if they weren't true. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I am just so ready to spill the beans, share all the stories, and reveal the hard-won truths that have guided me through this roller coaster ride that was my 20s and let me tell you it was a roller coaster 
<laughs> so get ready to take some notes, grab your favorite beverage, sparkling preferably, and let's go ahead and dive on in. This is an episode you are not going to want to miss. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, friends, before we get into today's episode, I just want to go ahead and let you know and just remind you about the June giveaway and promotions going on. If you missed it, I actually recorded an entire episode for you all about the amazing giveaways and promotions we are doing for the month of June because I am turning 30 on July 4th and I just want to celebrate with you. I want to give things away. I want to discount and do all the things. So all of the information you need is actually in the episode right before this one. And it's literally going to be titled something like 30th birthday or giveaway or juicy promotion, something like that. Just go ahead and go listen to that if you want all the information. But essentially, I am giving away one full year to my membership and also a full scholarship to my signature course, Faith Fueled Coach Academy. Go ahead and go listen to that episode if you want to learn how to win, or you can take a look at the show notes in this episode. I'm going to link that there for you too. And then Also, we are doing amazing promotions. You actually have the ability to join FCA, which is Faith Fuel Coach Academy, my signature course, for 30% off with the code 30OFF. That's 30OFF. And then you can do that by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash FCA. This is if you want to start or scale a Holy Spirit-like coaching business. Seriously, it will be perfect for you. It's everything you need to know to get started and actually create a full-time coaching business online. And again, this is for if you are brand new or if you're a seasoned entrepreneur, but you're not creating a consistent full-time income yet. And then also you can join our membership, the Call to CEO Collective, which, oh, oh my goodness, it's just, it's just such an incredible community. It's community coaching. We have mastermind calls. We were going to have one-on-one hot seat coaching soon, which I'm so pumped for. You can literally join that for half off in the month of June with the code 50 off. That's five zero O-F-F, which means you can join for just $28.50. I mean, Come on, that's $28.50 for your first month for coaching, for community, for support, for guidance. I mean, come on, like you can't beat that. So (laughs) go ahead and head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. And I'm going to link that in the show notes for you as well. And of course, if you want to learn all the ins and outs about everything, go listen to that episode that I mentioned or just head to the show notes in this episode. Oh, and by the way, it ends June 30th at 11 
11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's June 30th, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the whole month of June. Okay, so let's go ahead and head right in to the juiciness of today's episode because it's just so good. So now that we have the housekeeping items out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into lesson number one or... I guess it would be lesson 16, but for the sake of this episode, let's just call it lesson number one, even though we both know it's lesson 16, but you know what I mean. So lesson number one is that the risk isn't as big as you think. And in fact, the risk could actually be you not taking the risk. And I mean this for a lot of things, not just investing, even though yes, like this totally works for investing too, but I'm also meaning like actually taking the risk to start something and to do something and to put yourself out there and to tell someone that you love them just all the things the risk is not as big as you think so actually make the leap like life is short friends like you could literally leave this earth tomorrow so do the thing that is on your heart do the thing that is weighing heavily in your mind you will regret not doing it one day when you're laying on your deathbed. So take the risk because one day you are going to wish that you did. So now we're going to move into lesson number two. And lesson number two is that you truly cannot please everyone even when you're doing your very best. You're just not going to. And I know that this one is really difficult to fully grasp. And I think this is something that we can have head knowledge on but not actually fully live out in our actions because we want to please people. At the end of the day, I think women especially, we want to be loved and we want to be liked and we want to be chosen and we want to have high compliments and we we want to get five-star reviews. You know what I mean? So even when you are, let's just say, the best at what you do, there's still going to be someone that doesn't think that you are. There is still going to be someone that doesn't like what you do or has a different opinion and there's still going to be someone that just doesn't vibe with you and you know what? That is okay. You know, the the cliche saying is that you can be the ripest peach in the world but there's still going to be someone that doesn't like peaches and that's just entirely true. So please stop trying to dictate what you do based on someone's response to you because that's not the truth. It's not always the truth, right? Now, please don't get me wrong here. I am not saying that we shouldn't take other people's perspectives into consideration and learn from them and get better from them. But also at the same time, I think there's a line here where we begin obsessing over what people think of us. And that is the fear of man, my friend. And the only entity we are really meant to fear is God himself, not man. We're not here to please man. We're here to please the Lord. So moving on to lesson number three, it's that timing is important, but it's also not. (laughs) So hear me out on this. God's timing is absolutely perfect. Wait on him and wait for that green light from the Holy Spirit. But please do not allow fear to get in the way of what he's calling you to do, and then you using the timing is wrong as an excuse because you're afraid of something. Because to be totally honest, unless you are going through a major life change, and when I say a major life change, I mean getting married, a loss of a loved one, getting divorced, having a baby, or moving, the timing is not going to get any better. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. And I say that from experience. So please do not use timing as an excuse. So just check yourself there. But also at the same time, make sure you are getting that green light from the Holy Spirit. And if that green light from the Holy Spirit is there, but you're not taking action because you're using the timing as an excuse, check yourself. Why is that actually coming up? So that's why I mean by that timing is important because God's timing is important, but it's also not in the sense that just don't use it as an excuse <laughs> unless like there is a major life change going on or the Lord is saying not yet. Now, moving on to lesson number four is that surrendering to the Lord will bring peace, joy, and even clarity. And I think so often as humans, we want to try and fix situations. We want to seek solutions to things. I know I do. <laughs> it's just something that my brain wants to do. And then it leads me to overthinking and trying to control situations. When really in reality, if I just submit all of that to the Lord, if I just surrender to the Lord, I am going to feel so much more at peace. I'm going to have joy and I'm even going to have clarity on the next steps instead of overthinking myself in circles. So friend, surrender to the Lord. Like what you want, that peace, that joy, that clarity, that provision, that safety, that security that you are craving, the Lord will do that for you. <laughs> like he will do that for you. Surrender to it. Surrender to him and he will give that to you. But also note that it may not be in the exact way that you're thinking it's going to be, but he will give you that because of him, not because of any external circumstances. All right, so lesson number five is do not ignore your feelings because your feelings and emotions will actually show you your thoughts. And if we have learned anything from the Bible, it's that your thoughts are extremely important. We are taught to renew our minds constantly. And this is something I teach my students how to do inside of the Called to CEO Collective. Little plug there, you know, definitely join the collective. Remember in June, you get half off your first month. You can use the code 50 off. It's 50OFF at checkout, and you can go to www.hannahburnley.com/slash membership. I'm linking that in the show notes for you, but definitely check it out. Please join us. You can literally join us for $28.50 this month. So please do so. We'd love to see you. But, anyways, I say this to say renewing your mind is so important. It is crucial because your thoughts determine your feelings, and your feelings determine your actions, and your actions actually determine your reality. So your thoughts determine your reality because of that chain reaction. So make sure you've got your thoughts in order. Make sure that you renew your mind every moment of every single day. So now let's head to lesson number six. And lesson number six is that success is not linear. Okay. Success is not linear. Growth is not linear. It's just not linear. Okay. And where you are now is a stepping stone for where you're going next. And so you might be feeling like, man, like I, I feel like I've had to take some steps back, but listen, y'all, I've had to take a lot of steps back sometimes. Like 
I have had to take multiple steps back. There were months where I was making 15K months and then I had to take some steps back and I had to make decisions and I went down to like 6K months and then I was like, oh my goodness, like what is going on? You know, but that's because I had to make some changes in my business model, in myself. I had to heal. I had to do some things. And that's okay, right? Because success is not linear. And actually, I do want to share my story too. Just even like thinking about my 20s, (laughs) like this, this should show you that success is not linear and growth is not linear. You know, I actually graduated with a bachelor's in biology from a private school. I thought I was going to be a doctor or a physician's assistant or something like that. But when I graduated, I was like, no, I I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this. So I ended up getting a job at Mac Cosmetics. Um, I was a makeup artist there. So I actually had started freelancing. I started a YouTube channel as well. So actually, I think this was back when I was 22, maybe it was 23 years old, something like that. And so I started doing that. And I realized <laughs> I actually don't like doing makeup on people. It's fun, but I actually like sales. And I realized from that job that I loved sales. <laughs> go figure. And then I actually got a job, a second job at a Chick-fil-A as a training director. And I learned there that I actually enjoyed, well, for one sales again, but two, I actually enjoyed teaching people things and coming up with a, a process for that. And so, hmm, go figure. I like sales and I like teaching people things and I like mentoring. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Well, anyways, long story short, I ended up joining a makeup network marketing company. And that was my first entry into the world of online entrepreneurship, at least (laughs) where I was making money, because even though I was online making YouTube videos, it wasn't the same. I guess you could say I actually started making money with a network marketing company. And then from there, I joined a couple other network marketing companies. And then I ended up meeting someone in another network marketing company. When I say meeting, I mean met online, you know, who was also a marketing coach. And that was really intriguing to me. So I ended up actually taking a course with her and another another gal to teach me how to do attraction marketing with network marketing. So I learned idle client. I learned storytelling, all those things. I just remember thinking, man, like I could totally do this. This is fun. Like this is cool. And so at that moment I knew like one day I want to be a coach. I want to, I want to do what they're doing. And so it was a couple of years later that I actually ended up joining a mastermind with one of those girls. And I actually ended up starting a coaching business from that, I actually started a network marketing coaching business um, after I did hit the top 1% of the network marketing company I was in. And it changed my life because I ended up having a, I think it was 13K launch or something like that. And I just remember thinking, what in the world? Why have I been sitting on this? So I started with coaching network marketers and then I realized, hey, I actually wanna help people build coaching businesses. So I shifted Uh, that message. And then from there, that is when I had my really big breakthrough with the Holy Spirit. And then I started slowly incorporating faith into my brand, into my message, and then ultimately created my signature program, Faith Fueled Coach Academy, which you can now purchase for 30% off right now in the month of June. You can do so by using the code 30OFF, 30OFF, and you can head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash F. And I'm linking that in the show notes for you. Essentially, this signature course, you know, actually helps you start and scale a Holy Spirit-like coaching business online. 
It's an amazing program. The Holy Spirit definitely led me in this, but I say this to say like he started me there. And so then from there, he has recently been leading me to open up, you know, my messaging to more than coaches, right? And so here we are now, now we've got the collective and we've got a really big vision coming to life now, which is just so cool. But I'm sharing all this with you to show you that even though you may not have every single step planned out, you will look back one day and you will realize, wow, like every step played a role in the next step. And if I wouldn't have taken that next step, I wouldn't be here because it they literally all led me here. And I feel like I'm going to cry just thinking about it because the Lord is just so good and just how he works. But we have to listen and take action on the promptings he puts on our spirit. So next up, we have lesson number seven. And this lesson is that singleness is a gift just like marriage is a gift. I have been single going on nine years now. and. And the thing is, when you are single, you hear people saying all the time, like, you know, God's timing is perfect and, you know, just focus on yourself and focus on God and, you know, then he's going to come around. But listen, this sounds like marriage is actually meant to be a reward while singleness is a punishment. And that's not true. Singleness is not a punishment. It's a gift. And so while you're single, It's, I guess, kind of frustrating for people to say like, you know, stop focusing on it and then it's going to come out of nowhere, which I mean, that might be true. But also at the same time, like I've been focusing on the Lord (laughs) and my business and my calling for a while, but does that mean I'm being punished? No, I don't think so. I mean, for a while I did, I had that mindset like, oh, I'm being punished right now because, you know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. But I think that mindset is just very flawed. And so I've learned like in this season of life is that no, like being single is not a punishment. And I have really had to learn and heal from this thought that it is a punishment and it's not. It's actually a really beautiful gift. It's a blessing. and It's a miracle all by itself. So moving on, we'll go to lesson number eight. And this lesson is that everyone's actions are based on their own individual perception of the world. And people's perception of the world is determined by how they were raised, their experiences, their traumas, and their relationships. And people's perception of the world goes hand in hand with their attachment style. Now, if you have not listened to episode 70 of this podcast, I really want to direct you to that episode after this one. It is titled Attachment Styles in Business and how it relates to your security in Christ. We had an amazing guest come on. She is my friend, my mentor, my client. Her name is Rochelle McKinnon and she just went so in depth on these attachment styles and just how it relates to business and life and everything in between. So I definitely suggest going to listen to that episode if you have not yet because it's all about people's worldview, their perception of the world, attachment styles, your own attachment style and how we approach business and life and different instances. It's just so eye-opening. So I definitely recommend checking that out. And then lesson number nine is that most people don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Okay, most people are just trying to figure it out every step of the way, just like you. 
And it's as simple as that. So stop holding yourself back. Seriously, most people do not know what they're doing, okay? They do not know even like what the next 10 steps are. They are just figuring it out every single step of the way. So please stop using the excuse that you don't know what you're doing and go and figure it out. And then moving on to lesson number 10, it's that your life probably won't look the way you think it should. And if it does, you might find yourself unhappy unless you look to Jesus. Okay, so a decade ago, I really thought I would be living the quote unquote American dream right now. Like I thought I was going to be a doctor or a physician's assistant. I thought I was going to be married. I thought I was going to have kids. I thought I was going to have the house and the white picket fence. I don't have any of that. (laughs) My life looks entirely different than I thought it was going to look a decade ago, like entirely different. I am single. I don't have kids. I don't have the house with the white picket fence. I'm not a doctor. I actually (laughs) have my own online business, which is wild to me. Like this was not even on my radar, you know, so your life is probably not going to look the way you think it should 10 years from now. And you know what? That is okay. It is okay because it is so much better than you think it's supposed to be because this is the Lord's plan for you. And it's just, it's just so wild. So don't get caught up in thinking, oh, like my life should be this way. No, it shouldn't. There is a reason you are here right now and it's to get you to that next step. So keep your eyes on Jesus every single step of the way because he's going to show you what you need to learn, how you need to grow and what you need to do and the next step you need to take. Now, moving on to lesson 11. Being content and grateful with where you are doesn't mean you can't take strides towards your next season. Now, my friend and mentor and client, Rochelle, the one who I mentioned earlier, who was a guest on episode 70 of the show, she actually posted a picture a while back on her Instagram and made a post dedicated to this. And it was just so good. I wanted to share just my take on it. And that picture is essentially her showcasing, well, maybe not her showcasing, but she found a picture that, you know, shows you both autumn, the season autumn and the season winter at the same time. And this just shows that Every season has a purpose, but just because you are in one season doesn't mean you can't be going to the next season. Like you can still be enjoying the season that you are in and still be preparing for the next one. And so I just thought that was so beautiful. It was so brilliant. And again, if you are not following Rochelle, please do so. I will actually link her Instagram handle in the comments. She is the founder of the brand and ministry Redeemed Wholeness. I love her. You will love her. Uh, But yes, like I just feel like this really depicted like what I felt like I had already learned. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh yes, this really embodies, you know, what I've been trying to put words into. But you can be content and grateful with where you are and still take strides towards the next season. And then moving on to lesson 12, there is no competition in the kingdom. Seriously, stop comparing yourself to people. Stop trying to compete. Like there really is no competition. We are all here for a purpose. And even if our callings or business ideas look similar, they're still going to be different because each of us are different. Like even if someone literally copies you, there is no way it's going to be the same experience for 
their consumers or their audience just because they are a different human being with an entirely different personality, with an entirely different worldview. Things are going to be different. So stop comparing yourself to others. Stop competing. It does not matter if the market is saturated. It does not matter if someone's already doing what you are doing because we are all a part of the body of Christ and every single part of the body has a specific purpose, even if it's similar. So now let's talk about lesson 13, and this is a juicy one, okay? And lesson 13 is that making money, even large sums of money, is not sinful. So first and foremost, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 says, For the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money. It's not saying money. It's saying the love of money is the root of all evil. But I want to go a little bit deeper into this with you as well. What I'm about to share with you, I also heard from a Bible teacher named Derek Prince. He is phenomenal. But I want to share with you something I learned from him that was very pivotal for me. So we're actually going to go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 in the Bible. And the King James Version says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, newer translations will say you cannot serve both God and money, but the King James Version says you cannot serve both God and mammon. But what is mammon, right? What is that? The meaning of the word mammon is actually a lot more than money. And I've learned that mammon is an evil power that essentially grips us and can enslave people through money. So it's not actually money itself. It's a spiritual power that works through people and their attitude towards money. So if we look at 1 Timothy 6, 10 again, It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Doesn't that remind you of mammon? Because mammon wants to control you with money. But then Matthew 6, 24 says, you cannot serve both God and mammon. You have to love one and hate the other. Well, here's the thing. Yes, you have to love one and truly despise the other, but it's not despising money. It's despising the satanic force. It's despising the evil spirit. Because there's no neutrality, right? Like you have to either serve God or Satan, right? So we're not going to love this evil spirit that wants us to stray from God that would lead us to idolizing money. That's the difference. And this was an incredibly powerful and eye-opening shift for me. And there is a lot more to share in terms of money and abundance when it comes to the Bible and being a Christian entrepreneur. But I just wanted to give you that little nugget because it was huge for me. Now, moving on to lesson 14, the second to the last one. So I guess this is lesson 29. It's that you don't have to have everything figured out to take the next step. And I've referred to this a few different times, I suppose, but a lot of the time we will actually have that next step, but we don't take it because we're overthinking it. We're doubting it. We're spiraling. Stop doing that. (laughs) You actually have the next step. Take it. I think a lot of the time we want to have all the steps figured out, but that's actually not how it works. You take the next step and then action creates clarity. 
And then finally, we have our very last lesson. This is lesson number 30 or lesson number 15 of this episode, but it's lesson number 30 is to treat the word like it's medicine because it is. It is literally your medicine. And I have actually heard of a few different Bible teachers treating the word like literal medicine where they take it three times a day. They take it at breakfast, at lunch, and at dinner, meaning they are reading the word at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then miracles happen. They actually start healing. You know, they are being delivered. Like it's insane. It's so beautiful that the word holds so much power and it does, right? But something that is also really important to note as you were doing this is that you may not have a major breakthrough every single time you read the Bible. This was a really big lesson for me all by itself because I have always wanted to just have this huge revelation every single time I open my Bible, but that just wasn't the case. And this always felt really disappointing to me, but I had a revelation when I went to a conference and there was a speaker at this conference and I wish I could remember her name, but she mentioned that reading the Bible is basically like you are planting a seed in a woman's womb. Now, hear me out on this. Essentially, when a baby is implanted in a woman's womb, it takes nine months to actually grow and birth a baby. And reading the Bible and getting to know the Lord can be like this. You know, sometimes when you read, it's just planting a seed and you are learning and you're growing. And then one day, you're going to have this huge revelation because you birthed a baby, right? So just remember every single time when you go and read the word, you are incubating a seed. But the longer you go without reading the word and the longer you go without incubation, the seed is going to die, right? So you have to incubate and you have to take care of the seed so it can birth something so incredibly beautiful. Now, all that to say, that wraps up all 30 of my life, faith, and business lessons that I learned in my 20s. That is so crazy to me. But all that to say, please don't forget about the giveaway and the promotions. And listen, if you enjoyed this episode and you're a Christian entrepreneur or even an aspiring entrepreneur, I want to invite you to join us inside of the Call to CEO Collective. The Collective is a community-driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace and are ready to stand out and sell out online. Because the thing is, I truly believe that you and your business brand or ministry will be so supported when you immerse yourself in the live coaching community and curriculum. And yes, I said live coaching. And yes, this is a low ticket price point. So wild, but this is what the Lord led me to do. So you can join us in June for just $28.50. That is 50% off your first month. So to join us, just use the code 50 off at checkout and head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership if you're ready to join or even want to learn more. So I really hope to see you inside and I will see you in the next episode. Bye friends. Hey CEO, don't head out just yet. 
If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.